Logical Progression, Year 1, Lesson 1. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim, alhamdulillahi rabbil alameen, Allahumma salli wa sallim wa barak la nabiyyina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in. Allahumma la sahla illa ma ja'altahu sahla, wa anta tajlul hizna idha shi'la sahla. Allahumma a'inna ala dhikrika wa shukrika wa husna ibadatik ya Rabbil Kareem. Uh, we begin with the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we praise Him. And we hope that He will help us remember Him. We hope that He will help us remember Him. We hope that He will help us thank Him because we're pretty bad at that to be honest when left to our own devices. And we hope that He will support us uh, to perfect our worship of Him. And this used to be one of the most common prophetic dua and it's something which I hope everyone will learn as soon as possible and it's one that can be recited in the prayer and after the prayer as well and then in general when one feels a need and I ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make this easy there is no ease and nothing happens except by his will he's the one who makes the difficult things easy and this is a difficult thing and it's no small issue this is the issue of knowledge of ilm and ilm itself and the seeking of knowledge is a very difficult and very long and often very boring and uh, 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 exercise it requires a lot of patience it requires a lot of resources some of the time other times and alhamdulillah Allah makes it easy like in this class here which has been made subhanAllah so easy by so many different people supporting us so anyway before I uh, move I want to uh, invite one of my uh, dearest friends, uh, Sheikh Abdul Ghaffar, who's the Imam of this masjid, and he was one of our homeboys, and he's a comedian as well. But I don't want any comedy from him now. I want him to do what he does best, and that is to recite from the Quran, just so that we can hopefully start this journey with some barakah and some ayat, which I think are very pertinent to the reason why we're here, what the goal of the journey is. So, Sheikh Abdul Ghaffar, and the Qara'a of Duri as well, a nice Qara'a as well, different to the Hafs and Asim, which you're all used to. أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم تبارك الذي جعل في السماء بروجا وجعل فيها سراجا وقمرا منيرا وهو الذي جعل الليل والنهار خلفة لمن أراد أن يذكر أو أراد شكورا وعباد الرحمن الذين يمشون على الأرض هونا وإذا خاطبهم الجاهلون قالوا سلاما والذين يبيتون لربهم سجدا وقياما والذين يقولون ربنا اصرف عنا عذاب جهنم إن عذابها كان غراما إنها ساءت مستقرا ومقاما والذين إذا أنفقوا لم يسرفوا ولم يقتروا وكان بين ذلك قواما والذين لا يدعون مع الله إلها آخر ولا يقتلون النفس التي 
ولا يقتلون النفس التي حرم الله إلا بالحق ولا يزنون ومن يفعل ذلك يلقى أثاما يضاعف له العذاب يوم القيامة ويخلد فيه مهانا إلا من تاب وآمن وعمل عملا صالحا فأولئك فأولئك يبدل الله سيئاتهم حسنات وكان الله غفورا رحيما ومن تاب وعمل صالحا فإنه يتوب إلى الله متابا والذين لا يشهدون الزور وإذا مروا باللو مروا كراما والذين إذا ذكروا بآيات ربهم لم يخروا عليها صما وعميانا والذين يقولون ربنا هبلنا من أزواجنا وذريتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما أولئك يجزون الغرفة بما صبروا ويلقون فيها تحية وسلاما خالدين فيها حسنت مستقرا ومقاما قل ما يعبأ بكم ربي لولا دعاؤكم فقد كذبتم فسوف يكون لزاما جزاكم الله الخير بارك الله فيك اقرأك الله وحياكم الله Okay, Bismillah. So, um, in this class, uh, I want to talk about so many things, subhanAllah. I want to talk about the uh, the reason we're here. I want to talk about, um, I want to clarify a few principles. I think that that it would be beneficial for Muslims to know um, why we're on a, a journey in this life. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made it clear it's a journey because we're going somewhere. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, so where are you going? It's a question, it's a rhetorical question, in that some people know where they're going, and others have absolutely no idea where they're going, and others unfortunately have put their lives on autopilot, and unfortunately, uh, the life of this dunya cannot be allowed to remain on autopilot, because if that happens, then you're going down. It's simple as that. There needs to be a guide, uh, a steward, or stewardess, because we're PC like that, uh, to take you... Uh, and take you by the hand and, and move forward move forward to the objective and uh, you know there's so much I want to explain and so the great thing about this class is that you won't even look at your notes in this class this class will probably just go just by talking about the title and just talking about why we're here and, and things like that and it's beautiful that we uh, mentioned these ayats from Surah Al-Furqan from I think 61 onwards to the end a beautiful beautiful selection of verses in any situation and then in this situation perfect because actually uh, none of these verses talked about knowledge or uh, the learning of knowledge the seeking of knowledge per se rather what it talked about and what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes are the people on who uh, the effects of knowledge can be seen so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes them in so many incredible ways what happens when they're approached by silly people by ignorant people by people who want to cause them stress the way that they walk, 
and the way that they conduct themselves in public, the way that they speak to other people, what happens when they are put under a fitna, when fahsha comes, when indecency they're exposed to, what happens with respect to their ilm and their tawheed and, and so on. So many different aspects, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describing them and their reward and their jannah and their du'as and what they ask for and so on. So it's a reminder of the objective. My brothers and sisters, we are going to get so involved in the text. The text here is not necessarily the text in front of your hands. I'm talking about ilm being the text. The, the metaphor, the text, it's a metaphor on, on behalf of knowledge itself. And so many people, they get so involved and they lose sight of the wood for the trees. This one, this amazing English phrase is right. You're losing sight of the wood for the trees, meaning that you're in this wood and you need to get out. And instead of like taking a step back and thinking, okay, where am I? On a satellite kind of view, people are focusing too much on the trees in front of them. And that overwhelms them. Because when you look at a tree and you just keep focusing on a tree in front of you, you can't understand the, the path or the root or anything. And so it's very important to be able to take a step back and understand that um, the importance of where we are and then make sure that we don't let that moment or that study or that opportunity to overwhelm us from the from the main goal. And that is to get closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to develop the love of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a strong and a perfect way. And I say in a perfect way because this nation, subhanAllah, this nation has been blessed, has been blessed with the a prophet who didn't know, he was Ummi, he didn't know, and then he got to know. And whether he liked it or not, and he thought that he wasn't able to do it, ma'ana biqarit when when Jibreel was putting the pressure upon him, was putting the pressure upon him. I read something so nice the other day, uh, not uh, today, uh, subhanAllah. Uh, one of our friends, and I hope that he's watching now, uh, Ammar al-Shukri, he just recited, he just released this new poem, Until I Meet You. It's so beautiful, subhanAllah. So beautiful. Go home, do yourselves a favor, uh, uh, type into YouTube, Until I Meet You by Ammar. It's so nice. So nice. Well, I made me cry so much. I have no shame in telling you that. You know, he's just a brother and he put some words together. But you know what it is? is that he reminded us of the objective. And that's what, you know, we get lost in on a daily basis. On a daily basis, we go to work and we get hooked up with family and we have other stresses and issues. And the whole reason that I wanted to have this class is, and this is going to sound so selfish, is because I wanted to have this class. I wanted to have an opportunity every week to chill with the angels, to meet the Muslims, you know, do it on my time. You know, this is so selfish as a class. It's on a Wednesday. People are, people are thinking, like, what, what, why are we doing this on a Wednesday? Why not a Friday? Why not a Saturday? Whatever. Why am I sitting against some random wall? You don't know how much I love this wall. I love this wall. I love this position. This is what I miss from the last 10, 5, 10 years. That I just chill against my wall and just relax in front of a small group of people. And we just talk about Allah, we talk about His deen, we talk about this religion, we talk about purification, we talk about dirt, we talk about filth, we talk about letting water run, we talk about water that's not good enough to make, all the random stuff that you think, what on earth is that about? But I'll tell you what it's about, it's what will make you perfect your worship of the one who was there to be worshipped, He created us to worship Him, we have no other reason to be here. So that is what He wants us to do. He wants us to worship Him. He wants us to wash with clean water and not dirty water. He wants us to pray five times a day and not six. He wants us to stand and not sit. He wants us to do this. He wants us to do that. This religion 
is a barakah for us. It's a blessing for us. It's a favor upon us. Without it would be nothing. And the way that we live our lives, we always forget the objective. We don't understand why we're taking these little footsteps to study. We don't understand the reason that we study Quran. And I read that poem and it just connected me with my Prophet Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And you know, what I like so much, I mean, just because talking about Jannah, and he has a way with words, but it's just the, the content. Talking about Jannah, talking about our deficiencies to him. We have so much deficiency to the Prophet We have no idea, truly have no idea about his Sunnah. We have no idea how he used to live his life every day, what he used to do, how he used to wake up, how he used to treat, with the, how he used to treat people, how he used to roll with, the, with his companions and his wives and the society and non-Muslims. And, and, and that, I've been thinking to myself for so long, I wish that we had an opportunity to remind ourselves of that every single week. And I wish that we'd be able to put it in context of the journey, of the journey. And what's great is that he ends it with that, all I want to do is to give you a hug. And it's just great because the, uh, as Sheikh Abdul Bari Yahya, I think he said, that this religion, uh, or rather the teaching of the Prophet, started with a hug, but not that kind of hug, you know. It was Jibreel giving him like a hardcore hug, a bit of a painful one. And of course he was telling him to read, telling him to read, establishing our tradition for us, establishing our legacy. And the Prophet said, I can't, I can't. And, you know, sometimes you need a teacher just to push you beyond what you think you can do. Wallahi, that's what you, you sometimes need. And, and the Jibreel alayhi salam, and may Allah reward him, and he doesn't need our reward, but may Allah reward him anyway. He's the chief of the angels. And, you know, subhanAllah, he pushed the Prophet sallallahu and kept pushing the Prophet sallallahu And because of his persistence, we're sitting here now, uh, 1,400 years later, billions of us benefiting from his teachings. And I hope to force you one way or the other to also take this same path. Just getting closer to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through studying this religion, through studying this religion. So anyway, I want to say that um, uh, that before I uh, go into the text, before I move into the text, I do want to emphasize to everyone that this class is primarily a very uh, relaxed session. At the moment, it's very tense. At the moment, there's far too many people focused on some kind of fireworks about to go off. What you need to know, what you need to know is that this session today is going to be the most preachy session of the entire series. This is so non-representative of what this does will be. It's just it's funny. That's what it is. Because uh, how this class will develop will be into a much more relaxed style. We'll uh, have a, a, a continuous conversation. We'll be checking with each other points and questions and so on and so forth. And there's no preaching. But the introduction, of course, has to be in this way because you need to know what it is that you're letting yourselves in for. And, um, and it's, it's important that you know that the nature of this game, and it's a game, I always tell the people it's a game, right? The nature of this game is that there's always hype. There's lots of hype about these kind of things at the beginning. Look at these numbers. It's ridiculous, right? And then you have like thousands of people online as well. Hype. And the truth of the matter is, is that a lot of these people will then just fade away back into their lives. They'll succumb under the fitna. And that's the... I was speaking to Sheikh Muhammad Sharif the other day about this. Or today, sorry. I keep thinking of the other day. Today. And he said something really nice. He goes, don't fight human nature. Don't fight human nature. He goes, human nature is unfortunately to fade away. And all you can do is remind the people and to encourage the people. And that's it. Yani. And 
I like that because that's my kind of manhaj, Yani. If you wanna if you wanna join us, join us. And if you don't want to, then good luck to you, Yani. Go enjoy the football I would have, yeah. If I wasn't here, that's what I'd be doing, right? The reality is is that either you're up for the game or you're not. And everyone will be up for the game for the first couple of weeks. Okay? There's excitement, there's like I said, all your mates are around and everything, and so it's nice. But the the the, the real people will be here in six months. And I expect these five thousand or six thousand, what it is at the moment. I expect that to be come down to 1% or 2%. And I'll be happy with that. I'll be, I'll be, I'll be delighted with that. I was very, very, very happy uh, six, seven years ago when we, uh, eight years ago when we were doing our little circle here. Uh, and there was only two sisters, the Javed sisters here. And there was, uh, you know, our, our small group of uh, future brothers. And I was very happy with that. We would sit, we would discuss things till the cows come home. We would argue, we would debate. We would find some miskeen volunteer. We would wrap them up and show how you kafan. We would get him up here. And we did one brother, Miskeen. We wrapped him up to show how you do it when you're dead. He never came back, Miskeen, ever. So, yeah, and we are so upset for Imran A'adham. May Allah reward him. And may Allah forgive him. I hope that he comes back. I promise I won't touch you. I promise that I won't comfort you. I'll just let you chill out. So, um, I'm just saying that uh, a lot of people have been saying about, oh, registration's closed and registration. Registration had to close. Our system crashed completely. <laughs> Our system crashed. I mean, you know, we were expecting a couple of thousand. It went to 5,000. Our system was uh, maxed out. Today, it sent out usernames and passwords to everyone like about 36 times. And this confused everyone online. Everyone's thinking, how am I getting in and what am I doing? So everyone's all lost at the moment. So the reality is, is that there has to be a limit. And, and um, judging upon the feedback, we'll check all the social networks and emails and stuff. Judging upon the feedback and the desire of the people over the next few days, we'll see whether we open up the registration again. But the truth of the matter is this is that I want to start the cult. I want to start the cult. I know that you guys are looking at me like, what, what does cult mean, right? Please tell me you know what cult means, right? The cleansing process, the killing off process. People who are not up for it, yeah, we need to you know, thank you and please don't come back again and please deregister online because I want to make up space because I want to be in contact with a lot of people myself personally and at the moment it's just too uh, overwhelmed by people who are more excited than they are serious. And I appreciate that. And we have people, I want to have a massive shout out to my folks in Malaysia. Yani, mashallah. And they're, they're awake now. Yani, they've, you know, four o'clock in the morning over there is, or half past, or nearly five, or whatever. They've been waiting all, all night, right, to do this dust. And I know that some of these people, by the way, they're not just Yani uh, buzz merchants, they are actually up for it. We just had an amazing session. In, uh, uh, in uh, Kuala Lumpur I just returned from there uh, Teaching uh, an Al-Maghrib class Salah. It was such an, an incredible experience Such an incredible experience Such beautiful people And so I'm saying There are motivated people out there And we need to make space for them People want to register and so on So the reason I'm saying this Is that I want to make a few things clear Because there's a lot of FAQs out there That people want to know And have clarification about I want to tell you something um, I didn't thank all the people did I? I'm not meant to do that isn't it the standard that I should do like an Oscar flex and yeah, thank this and thank that? I should, I should, I should. So first of all, without, without, any, uh, uh, without any doubt, of course, our thanks go to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because without his tawfiq, nothing like this happens. Without his blessing, you can't do this kind of flex. You know, you can't get all people and you can't get people excited and you can't get people actually eager to study. I mean, that's like unheard of, right? Either that or you honestly are watching United play on the back behind me or something. I don't know, right? I don't know why people are motivated. Actually, I know because, uh, uh, as I said, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blesses some efforts 
and he has blessed this one and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to keep us sincere and pure because that's a big fitna in itself and you know I mean I'm the miskin who's been uh, chosen to front this and you know there's plenty of people out there who uh, are, are I'm sure more qualified and more eloquent very few are as good looking and cool I admit that yeah I mean you know let's just <laughs> put the, the facts on the table you know what I'm saying son yeah Is anyone good, more good looking that's right, my boy. Yeah. So, so no, no, Bob's no, you're not, bro. Right? Bob's is putting his hand up, cheeky water. I don't think you're that good looking, bro. So, um, but Allah subhanahu wa taala chooses us, and, and and that's how it goes. So our thanks go to Allah subhanahu wa taala first. But then the reason that someone like myself gets chosen is because we're able to do it with support. So my second thanks goes to a team of people that are behind this dawah. At the head of this team. And yani, of course, uh, before any team even gets built, is my own team, my personal team. And that's my wife. And my wife is someone that I am unbelievably dependent upon. Too dependent. Yani, ridiculous. You know, it makes a man weak when you're being that dependent. And that's what I am, I'm weak, miskin. And so my wife, Yani miskin, she has had so much patience with me, to be honest. Oh, so much patience. And you know, you can't do anything. You can't think. You can't reflect. You can't make clever comments. And you can't cuss people in a good way. And you can't be funny unless you know that everything's chilling at home. You know what I'm saying? You can't be, you can't be cool on Facebook. And you can't be excellent on Maghrib if there's, you know, divorce going around. And people are threatening to walk out. And, and complaints are being... You can't do that. And you can't teach. And you can't focus. And you can't... You can't, you just can't. Stability is absolutely key for any teacher. And my living respect, living respect goes out to the ulama, goes out to the du'a, to the speakers, to the lecturers that are uh, in all over the world, in Western countries, whether they're from any educational institute or whatever. They, they uh, have such a hard job. You'll never know. And, you know, to be uh, the wife of a teacher or the wife of a public figure or the wife of someone who's busy is a mission. And then kids as well, even a bigger mission. And then when you are invested in teaching and dealing with kids, an even bigger mission, an even bigger responsibility. And I myself, I mean, I have a, I have a class just on this, Protect This House, where I'm going around preaching to everyone about family, family, family. And my family and, and my house is only protected because my wife does that protecting. And, and I, I want to, one of the key, key goals is to educate our sisters here so they can be as good women and as good wives as my wife is. MashaAllah, tabarakallah. And it really, I, 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 I can't emphasize, I know I was so soppy, wasn't it? Yeah? It was a bit pathetic, yeah, but it's okay, no one's watching. Um, so it's not being recorded or anything. So um, uh, I just want to wanna say that. And on a very serious note, on a very serious note, it's not easy. Wallahul Azim, it's not easy to teach children. And I'm lucky I've got two young lads here, my, my two eldest, and I've got the other kids at home. And teaching them is such a mission. And my wife has been involved in that. And wallahi, let every single person reflect upon this point when they go home today. You will have seen, just as we arrived in the last two hours, three hours, the news of the murder of a seven-year-old in Wales. Muslim child. His mother, as per the court, as per her confession, Allahu A'lam, she confessed to killing him, beating him over the Quran that he could not memorize. Okay? That's now number one headline on BBC as we come out, okay? That's going to be the, the, the news that's going to develop over the next week, and it's going to be the new thing, and there's going to be new governments and policies and stress and whatever, whatnot. And maybe rightly so. The, the issue, I mean, just look at that. I mean, I read that story, I couldn't continue. Well, I'm freaked out. My head, my eyes, I was just gone. Woman, 
she's may I don't know what if she's ill. It seems like she was Allahu Alam because she apparently was beating a child at other places. There's so many issues that come up in that child education, tarbiyah, parent support. Where's the father? Where on earth is the father when all that's going wrong? And then what did you, what did you understand your goal to be? How important did you honestly think the Quran was that you had to kill your child over it? Or even beat your child over it? And that, that shows the confusion out there with the, the door of Quran, the level of Quran, or the, 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 what, what role Quran is meant to play, what role are children meant to play. And it brings everything home. We go out there, we emphasize a lot. We always emphasize children, children, children. We always emphasize memorization and hifz. And we always memorize, uh, emphasize uh, Quran. But you have to know where to, where to stop. And you have to know when it's going too far. And you have to know that when the children are not invested in it themselves, it's not going to happen. And subhanAllah, her statement is going to haunt me and haunt this country's Muslims. She said, she said, I wanted him to become a hafiz. Are you kidding me, woman? Are you kidding me? I wanted him to become a hafiz. And there's so much in that. There's so much in that. You know, and this is going to blow up all over the place now. But, but this is what I'm saying. This is why our, our homes are so important. That's why our women are so important. That's why the parents and the fathers are so important. To support these women and to play their part. And, and of course, this is, this is uh, uh, an issue. But anyway, so I want to thank my wife first of all. Uh, yani, mashallah, tabarakallah. And then I want to thank the wives of everyone else. <laughs> my team, yani, PG team, they, 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 I'm, the, I'm the, you know, everyone has these figures, pictures where they throw darts at, yeah? So I'm that figure in everyone's home. Yani, you ask Hakim, yeah? Ask, ask Hakim's wife. Uh, um Musa, if she's here, she hates my guts, yani, yeah? <laughs> She completed, and you know, you know what I like about Um Musa is that she tells everyone as well. She doesn't hide it, and she tells Hakim in the morning when he comes to pick me up for Fajr, and then he just reminds me that yeah, yeah, my wife's saying yeah. Why are you? Why am I picking you up for? Yeah, why is he taking your time for? And why is he wasting this? Why? Is he, I get hated on, man, so badly, and I just have nothing but love and respect for all of them. I love them all, man. I'm married to all of them. Can you believe that? Is that even allowed? <laughs> I'm married to all these people I've hijacked their husbands I've hijacked all the team Abu Dhar Miskini I don't know how much stress he gets at home Suleiman's just starting to realize now all these boys Bobby Miskin is protected Yani he hasn't got married yet but no one wants to marry him because they know what's going to happen this is, this, <laughs> I'm only joking we need to find someone for Bobby Yani okay so you know the situation's messed up messed up and of course so uh, I want to name a couple of people, Shazad and Sabira at the top of them. Sister Sabira is the one who runs the show, like big time. Uh, brother, Uncle Shazad. Uncle Shazad or Brother Shazad? Don't do his best, Tina. Brother Shazad, of course, the Amir, runs everything. Suleiman, Zafar, Bob's, uh, Bob Mahmoud, by the way, but we call him Bob's. And Abu Dhar, and Ghulam, and Hakim, and so many other people. Ammar outside, Miskin, I think he's in a car park, car park duty. We've got to stop this car park duty flex. Please don't come and do this mass car parking all over the place. We want people to be inside chilling, not outside stressing. Yeah, and freezing cold gloves and scarf, whatever. This is England, yeah, and it's not America. People are watching this thinking, why are we worried about outside? We're in Florida, we're in... Th- it's freezing out here at the moment. So we don't want people outside stressing. We need to be chilling out. Um, so my thanks to all of them. I need to tell you about the organizations that are supporting this. This is a prophetic guidance initiative. And uh, these guys have worked so hard, the team I'm talking about, and so many other volunteers as well. And we need support. And I will uh, talk about that uh, very briefly. And they've brought you a letter mufrada, which I'm sure many of you uh, uh, benefited from. And there will be some time probably in the year 2045 
the release of the the, <laughs> the release of the second series, which and I you see I'm a man, okay, I'm a man, all right. I'm a man. You know why I'm a man? Because Russell Peters said, "Be a man." Yeah, <laughs> do do the right thing. Yeah, that's what he said. I saw it. I saw the clip. So I said, "Okay, I'm going to be a man." It is all my fault that the second series of Al-Adab Al-Mufrad has been on my desktop for the last four years. Okay, and uh, Shazad edited it and recorded it, and everything's all perfect. And all he said was, "Just add the hadith." And it's taken me four years, and I still haven't had the hadith. So it's all my fault, and I ask your forgiveness. But that's just the way it rolls. Just things have been hooked up and been busy. So anyway, uh, that's going to come out soon. Last Testament was a great event and a great product. Alhamdulillah, that was nice. Um, and then this class and so many other charity projects as well and everything. So, you know, these guys run a lot and we will need your support as well. Inshallah, if anyone can help support us, either in, by volunteering or by financially, this is a great opportunity for sadaqah, for those people who, who are clever about their money. I say clever because uh, those who know about sadaqah or know about actually money and its effect in the akhirah, they kind of like very carefully choose where to put it. They're looking for maximum return. As you would if you had, any, if you had half a brain. Yani, yeah, okay. And so you know that uh, a continuous charity, a sadaqah jariah for example, is something that continues on and on and on. And there is nothing which is more continuous and more spreading than ilm itself, knowledge. And that's why the Prophet ﷺ said that when the son of Adam passes away, everything is cut off from him, from him except three. A pious child that makes uh, dua for him, and a knowledge which everyone benefits by, and then a sadaqajariya, which is a continuous charity. So, by supporting uh, PG and his projects and his da'wah, um, completely voluntarily, by the way, alhamdulillah, uh, uh, um, uh, then you are promoting knowledge and it's spreading to everyone else. So, if you can, then online, please check it out. Now, talking about online, uh, everyone here does actually need to register. I know a lot of people thinking, oh, it's my local, just uh, pop, you pop in and job done. That's, that's right, that's right. But the reason you need to register is because the announcements happen by email, the uh, uh, notes are sent out by email, and the notes are in different parts. They'll be coming out like every couple of weeks and so on. So you do need to register. So every single person here, please make sure when you go back home, um, depending upon... Um, depending upon the feedback tomorrow, I think on Saturday we will, um, uh, from what I'm hearing, I think on Saturday we will reopen. And so on, on, on Saturday, you can uh, go to uh, propheticguidance.co.uk slash register. Okay? Even if you're an existing student, please make sure you uh, do that. Right then, um, what else did I want to talk about um, in the beginning? Did I want to thank anyone? Have I spoken about anyone? Have I upset anyone yet? We're talking about anyone? That's done? Okay, khalas. So, let's just just discuss very, very uh, uh, briefly the concept behind logical progression. The idea behind logical progression. What's the the aim? Like I said, where I got a bit blubbery, a bit pathetic really, but the idea is to study and the idea is to give ourselves a break. Study and give ourselves a break. What do I mean by that? Study in that we're going to study the deen of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We're going to start at the beginning or we're going to go to the end. Uh, hence, it's logical progression. And that's not exactly requiring, you know, uh, you don't need to be a genius to work that out. But the idea being, the idea that we will take a text, a classical text, which is called a metan in Arabic, yeah, metan, and we take a text and 
Traditionally speaking, what a sheikh would do with young, stu- young students and young, youngest children and so on is to take this text, start from the beginning and teach them the A to A, the ABC basically of their deen. So they would start off by purification. And common sense, you would start off with purification, right? Because you need to know that if we're going to worship someone, if we're going to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala according to a system which is Islam, then it needs to be done via worship. Worship requires acts to be done. Acts require preparation to be done. The primary preparation is purification. And so in a logical kind of way, all texts of fiqh, and I'm going to explain that in a minute, all texts of fiqh, they start in this kind of order. They start with this uh, focus on purification, then they go on to the main actions, which is the action of salah, and then they go on to the uh, next more important, next more important. And this is all what is called ibadat, the uh, chapters of worship, the chapters of worship. And then it goes into a second kind of uh, section, effectively, and that's the mu'amalat. Mu'amalat being the uh, interactions and, and, and transactions between people. And transactions, you're thinking financially, but don't think financially. Uh, we don't just mean buying and selling, but we mean social interactions and, tr- and transactions as well, such as the social transaction or contract of marriage and divorce and uh, inheritance and whatever. So all of that is then you know, uh, covered in any basic matan, according to any madhab. And we're going we're gonna to talk about that uh, in a minute. But what I, want you to, what I want you to know, what I want you to know, is that um, the reason, uh, and this is, this is why, and I, I'm not even exaggerating, well, I am, I guess. If I say that in Mu'amalat, we'll probably come to in about 2020, yeah? Or 2025 or something. And in 10 years' time, we'll probably get to Mu'amalat. And that's just the nature of things. Because we are, I'm in no rush, as you can probably see by the way I'm chilling out, right? I'm in no rush one little bit. You know, alhamdulillah, and this is a, a, an important point. Um, this kind of study, regular, proper, in-depth study. And I can say, like I said, the next couple of lessons won't be like this. It'll be much more informal. We'll get rid of most of the stuff and we'll have people more closer in and we can start you know, getting into the text and writing and all this kind of thing and comparing. But that takes a lot of time and is very long and is very arduous. It is. And, and it's no surprise to you that the most studied subject in the history of the universe is water and purification. Okay? Because a million people start off teaching it to a million other students and they take like about six months. Yeah, by the time they've got to the end of purification, everyone's exhausted. Khalas, finished now, job done. We don't get into salah. We don't get into zakah. No one even ever, ever taught divorce. Like who's ever got to divorce? Yeah, <laughs> Who's ever got to inheritance? It's like a distant dream. I remember when we started, we were like for two years just talking about salah and wudu, whatever. And that was the end of it. Then I started going and getting a bit busy and so on. But I'm just saying that's the nature of, of, of the way these, these subjects develop. Okay, and I want you to know, I want you to know that the most important lesson you will take from today, because there is no other lesson, right? We're not going through any text today. The most important lesson that you will take from today is that you have to rise up to the challenge if you want to be a proper Muslim. You have to rise up to the challenge. Wallah, you have to. And that means showing incredible endurance and stamina. And it can be done, but it's done by far too many people. And I want to say, I want to say that as I said, all these masses here, it will dwindle down very, very quickly when people realize that their, their lives weren't changing every week. You know, people are coming here thinking, I'm going to see the great stand up performance, or I'm going to, this week I'm going to go and I'm going to cry my eyes out. Mate, you ain't crying nothing ever again. 
right? I'm telling you, <laughs> if you're thinking you're crying again, that was just me being pathetic at the beginning. You're not crying again anywhere, anytime, right? You're not crying over the types of water we're going to use, believe me. I can make that as emotional as you want. I can talk about filth, Yani, and about how you take it off, and I'll, I'll even sing it to you, and you're still not going to cry, okay? It's just it's not interesting. So I'm just, I'm just saying that it's going to re- it requires a motivated mind that is able to separate the fact that, you know what, there's times for uh, excitement and there's times for uh, a social experience. Like I'm a massive promoter of Al-Maghrib, all right? I'm a big believer in the, the institute and I teach for it and I will be increasing my classes with Al-Maghrib. And one, of, uh, one or two of the key reasons that I do it, because as you see, people cannot sustain long study. They can't. Everyone here has great intentions and I respect you for it. But it's all kalam fadi. And we'll see in a couple of months' time how many people are here. Right? And that's, as I said, the human nature of people. And I'm, uh, you know, when you played the game as long as I have, you've seen that you get burned by it by many, many, many years. Right? Many, many times again and again and again. Alhamdulillah, it's not an Arabic class because they are completely doomed to failure from the beginning. Yeah? If you ever see, Arabic is like the funniest Everyone starts off, yeah, I'm going to Quranic Arabic. And there's like a hundred people. And then, you know, we have a dropout rate. So fiqh normally drops out to half by about like, you know, six lessons in. Arabic goes to about 5% on the second lesson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone goes in there and learns, and then, that's enough of that, bakwas, but I get that. Yeah? And, and so Arabic, oh, mission, mission, mission. I remember my younger brother started teaching Arabic and I started laughing at him. I said, son, you've taken the poison chalice, man. Enjoy yourself. Good luck. And, you know, so I'm just saying that from that point of view, at least we don't have like the, 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 we don't have the death subject. We're not doing Arabic. Although saying that, we will be going through the Arabic text whenever we can because what I hope to do is to cater for everyone, cater for everyone. And that's why these two boys here who are uh, yawning away are very important because when they have the text in front of them, okay, and I said this to my uh, folks in uh, Birmingham and in Malaysia, I saw recently, um, a little secret of this class is that these will be the pace of the class, these two, all right? Uh, these two boys will be the pace of the class, meaning that if I feel they don't understand a point, I'm going to keep going back to make them understand. And as a side effect, that will hopefully mean that anyone who's on a basic level will also understand the point. And that, I think, and I've realized in actual fact, if I, when I look at the classical texts, that was the intention of the original muallifin, uh, the original authors, which is, what else could it have been? Like when you look at Ibn Qudama, who we're going to look at, uh, we're going to study, uh, uh, have a little discussion about him in a minute, maybe in a minute. Um, you'll see that he wrote so many books, right? He starts off at يعني, uh, uh, a very basic text, and he takes it up through five levels. He writes it again, then he writes it again, and he writes it again, effectively adding meat, adding more meat, adding, and then the final thing he presents is wedding banquet, yeah? Called Al Mughni, like in about 36,000 volumes, right? where it takes like about 300 pages to discuss one point, and he brings every single hadith on the face of the earth, and every single opinion, and da 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 and all the scholars get involved, and it gets all very nerdy, and all very geeky, and I love it, yeah? And that's what people love, and that's at the top level. So who do you think the first level was for? Where it's just words, like a couple of sentences, and saying, right, to purify yourself, you get water, and you rub yourself like this, and then you stand up and pray. I mean, that's meant for a kid, and that's exactly what the system was. And so that's, why, that's what's going to be the guiding... Uh, uh, the guiding principle We use those, the kids as the pace At the same time There are plenty of students Who are uh, of a high level Maybe even higher than me I'm sure there are And whilst we're going through The 
uh, text in Arabic, we'll pick up on some nice points and so on and so forth. So I do, I do want to say that the class will be applicable to everyone. But there will be a burnout and I have no problem. I just hope you get out of the way quick. That's all. All right? Because I want to... I want to... I, I, I mean, you know, why, why am I going to fluff about? Why, why beat around the bush? I want to connect with my students. Okay? And I want to... I don't want to delay that more than a couple of months. I know, and I've, I've said... My students know this. All right? People who study with me from, like, um, the two sisters who used to be with me, like, I don't know how many years ago they started, to the brothers... They get 24-hour-a-day uh, access. And I mean that. Meaning that if they need some support from me, then... And there's a, there's a myth out there. One of the main reasons that I taught this class was just to slap those people in the face who give me a headache, who say, uh, you know what? There's no teachers out there. Uh, no one plays to study. Uh, you know all this nonsense, yeah? They're so full of bakwas, it's unbelievable. Drives makes me sick. Makes me absolutely sick. There's plenty of teachers out there. They just want to find students, that's all. They want to find real men and women. They want to find people who are committed. A lot of talk, man. So much talk. This is talk at the moment. You guys haven't even said anything, Muskeens, and you're, you're just talking, right? This is talk. And talk will be next week, and talk will be next week. The walking, when I say the people walking the walk is when I see you in six months, and you're here, and you've got notes, and you've been, and you're not scared off by an exam. You look at an exam, and you say, you know what? It's a good opportunity for me to test myself and see what's going on. What's going to happen? Am I losing my 200-pound deposit? No. Right? Because there's no £200 deposit. Am I going to be uh, uh, minus six on credit rating? No, because we're not. We might actually look at linking it to credit rating. But, 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 but yeah, what's going to happen? The reason that the team are putting themselves together to do this is to try and allow you to judge where you are. If you don't understand, then we're going to help you develop that. How are we going to help you to develop that? We've got half that sorted, and we need you to help with the rest of the half. Half that we've got sorted is that we already have a team of senior students who will be answering questions. And uh, now a quick mention of the portal. Um, for those who are online, uh, you'll be able to ask uh, questions. I mean, it's not going to happen realistically with 5,000 people. It's not going to happen in 10 minutes of questions at the end. Some questions might come through, but this is primarily a class which is suited to my local audience. Okay, And that's why I'm saying you hang around. We will be doing more here, obviously, than what can be seen online. Uh, uh, that's, that goes without saying. But what I'm saying is that uh, we will need support from some people to uh, transcribe the, the lecture, to uh, write excellent notes. And the, the one thing that I've noticed on my travels, um, and especially yani, going with Al-Maghrib seminars, and other students that I've seen, is that there's an incredible talent out there. Incredible talent. I mean, I'm looking at Atif's in front of us, and Atif himself is writing an incredible, uh, very detailed piece of work, mashallah, uh, with his uh, students' guild work. And I know there are people out there that are of that level, that they are able to transcribe very, very well, and they're able to reference, and they know that when they hear, they have the principle of study. Meaning, and people have been asking about this, what's the best way to take notes? What would you do? Let me tell you how, I, I, if I was sitting on your side, and my teacher was giving this lesson, and my teacher... Um, uh, uh, hopefully will return and hopefully help present with us as well uh, Sheikh Ihlan Hafizahullah Ta'ala who just lives around the corner now and this is his local masjid as well if I, he was sitting here I despite studying with him now for the last 15 years plus and having studied the subject with him 20 times over I'd be sitting there writing every single thing that comes out of his mouth because I never know what extra he's going to say. I never know what experience he's had that's changed his mind. I never know that he's got a new reflection on I just write what does it matter to me that I write? More paper? More, 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 more ink used? 
I write and I write and I write. And many of the students who have taken classes with me know some of the funny stories that I've got about the way that I write when Sheikh is talking on the phone and I'm still writing. And I look at my notes afterwards and I see his phone conversation and funny jokes in his phone conversation. I'm even benefiting from those, Yani. I'm just enjoying his, his chit-chat, right? I, I'm saying that the student, he doesn't take the luxury of unless he gets to the level good enough, and that's a high level, where he's able to listen and pick automatically, filter. Yeah, he's listening, listening, oh, that's interesting, da, 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 and then listening, and that's interesting. But the majority of the people here online, whatever, you can't do that. You're not of that level. You're starting off on studies, that's the reason you're here, otherwise you wouldn't probably be here. And so you need to write every single thing as much as possible, as in much detail, every single reference, every single point, and then you go back, and then you go and compare it with your own teachers, go and sit with other people. I, I, this class, by the way, has no intention of making any clones, you know, because we can't make any AE clones, because AE is unclonable, right? <laughs> and actually, to clone AE would be like a, a national security hazard, that would be a problem. That would be a major fitner anyway. Yeah. So, 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 I want you to take the notes and go and compare with other people, uh, with other madahib, with other issues, and feel free and develop. I want you guys to develop. I want you guys to take it to the next level, to become students, to become free. I want you to enjoy Islam as much as I do. God, I love this deen so much. Oh my God. You know what? Do you know how much I love it? I love it more than watching United play on a Wednesday in Champions League. Because you see, you guys are thinking about today. That's the problem. You're thinking of that Dutch team, which I can't pronounce the name. What's it called? Kluge? Kluge? No one knows who Kluge are. And no one cares who Kluge are because we've qualified. But what you're forgetting is that I'm not going to be here then. I'm going to be here when the final is being played next year, on a Wednesday, at this time. It's going to be at class time. It's going to be at class time. That's commitment, brothers and sisters. <laughs> Semi-finals when we beat Barcelona. The only quarter-finals when we beat Madrid. The only finals when we beat Dortmund. And I'm going to be here teaching you guys this. That's some serious commitment I'm telling you right now, which shows you how much I love this game. So I'm saying to you, I don't know what you're looking at me for. Sit here out, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Ahmed giving it all the dirty easy on you. Sit you up. So I'm saying that I'm, you know, and I'm getting all mixed up now. I don't know where I start, where I'm going. We have a team of people that are going to be vetting these questions, okay? And I know that there are people out there who can write excellent, excellent notes. And I'm going to give you guys three weeks. I know that there's like, for example, Sister Samira that I've been seeing her notes recently with Al-Maghrib. Very, very good note taker. And there are other professional guys who go out there, and, especially sisters, you know, red lines, green, bubbles, rulers, kisses, all that kind of bakwasiani, yeah? They love doing that. That's okay. That's okay. That's okay. I, I'll be honest with you. I, I'm a bit feminine like that, you know? I, I, when, I was, when I was back in the day, I used to do that kind of stuff as well. I used to love my red pen. I used to love my ruler. So, you know, I, I, I can... I can I can connect with that on some level. So I want uh, you guys to come forward and in three weeks, I'm going to tell you what to do. So I'm starting you off now and three or four weeks time, I'm going to put the shout out again to people who are here and online and I'm going to give you a personal email to send your work to me to see that yes, you are writing everything in a manner, whichever. And if you are, then I'm going to invite you to become part of a project, a bigger project. The bigger project will be that next week, inshallah, we're going to... Well, the smaller of the bigger, pro- or the bigger project, the small aspect, is that next week we're going to open up uh, a forum. A forum which will be dedicated to this class. It will have every question that has been put, and it will have all the answers. And it will be the class notes, or the class discussions, will, the questions in there will also go on. And people who submit questions after the class finishes on the comments they will also be answered by the team 
and by myself or supervised by myself. So a big resource is going to be built up with this class. The second wider aspect of this project is that I hope very easily that if we keep this up for the next few years, that definitely will be able to produce a incredibly detailed and beneficial, uh, almost encyclopedia, but certainly a detailed commentary to fiqh and to a to certainly on this text. I'm going to explain that in a minute and to partake in the reward of that. And we might then spread that out and that will become so popular. There's no doubt about it yani in the English language in a detailed way. And you'll be a main part of that. And I hope that you'll, uh, uh, inshallah, be motivated to try and aim for that. Um, and one final thing that I want to talk about with respect to students. And this is this. Is that I, uh, um, as I said, people out there, they talk a lot of nonsense. That there's no teachers and there's no, no one gives us any time. We only give time to people who deserve, who deserve it. I remember, and I've told a lot of people about the story, how I started to practice Islam, because I certainly wasn't practicing and, uh, back in the day. And uh, I might as well tell you now, actually. Uh, the, the reason, <laughs> logical progression, of course, right, is um, what I want to do with people. I want to take them from A, I want to take them to Z, and I want to take them in a nice way, and we'll cover whatever we're going to cover along the way. And if things happen... You know, we come into a lesson and some kind of disaster has happened or some kind of a topical current affair issue. And then books are closed. We're going to discuss that. Because a lot of people are here just to actually try and keep some kind of con- uh, you know, contact with, with the religion. You know, just to have discussed deen in some kind of fashion. You know, just the, just a social experience. And as I said, you know, uh, 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 studying and teaching in Maghrib Institute seminars, whatever, I do it for the social experience. It's an incredible experience. There's a lot of love. And a lot of people go there to build their iman. And I hope that you can get your iman built from something like this. Maybe on a day like this, it's nice. A lot of people, six months down the line, when there's only like Yanni, Nasser and his dog Yanni, then, then, <laughs> then you know, maybe it's a bit more difficult. But still, uh, I'm hoping that uh, you'll have some kind of opportunity. The reality is, is that in these organizations, uh, when they put on these events, the brotherhood, the sisterhood, the buzz, people studying, people meeting, socials there after... Uh, cupcake competitions which are great because I'm always the judge this is amazing <laughs> it's absolutely amazing and then you know it's, it's, there's a buzz the, 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 the social experience is important and as I said a lot of people think that your teacher will not connect with you on the individual level because they've never tried because they've never shown their commitment I, I, I mean when I went out to my sheikh it's a very funny uh, incident but when I started practicing I went up to... Have I just jumped from explaining why we're doing the class to... I have, haven't I? Right, I said that... What did I say? I'm taking you from A to B. Right, that's fine. That's why it's called logical progression. Number two, the second reason it's called logical progression. And this is not very good, Yanni, but I don't mind telling you because no one's listening or watching, okay? That is that when I was not practicing, (laughs) back in the day, I used to be a DJ, as many of you guys know, okay? And being part... (laughs) Only the kids find that funny. I don't know why, but the... Um, when I was a DJ, um, I used to be involved in a lot of experimental stuff, right? And uh, before there was a certain genre of music, of course, that London Town kind of started and kicked up, and that was drum and bass back in the day. And drum and bass had this, uh, obviously, this pioneer called LTJ Bookham. I know that you're thinking, what on earth is going on? But I thought I might just tell you. Did this see any disclosure? Full disclosure, as they say, sah. So um, what happened is that uh, LTJ Bookham on 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 white labels started to release drum and bass and he put a collection together called Logical Progression. And, 
and you see, it was very, it was very little unknown then, of course. And then, uh, then he released it in like ninety or ninety one. I was practicing. I, yani, I started to fix up yani, around that time but before then before he released the, the album itself it was always on the, the black market on the, on the white labels which used to spin and it was very nice and we used to enjoy ourselves so much and whatever and, um, but anyway those are bad days gone and, but the, the name of the album I never forgot to be honest and I like it so much and so I thought you know what Whenever it's on the internet or on Twitter or on Facebook and everyone's yeah, listening to some bakwas, let's change the status quo and let's talk about some other stuff called logical progression instead. And so far we're winning, we're winning. I went on to Twitter today, I had some right good fun on Twitter, retweeting all these people. And we were definitely 9 to 1 ratio of uh, references to, to drum and bass and OTJ Bookham and logical progression. Not that I clicked on the other ones, yeah, I mean, but obviously I know. Nine to one. So Alhamdulillah. So that's that's what. So that's the that's the the secret reason why I called it logical progression because I've got that connection. I want to remember the good old times and not the good old times. I mean, not the drum and bass times. <laughs> I mean, good old times when I used to teach yeah, and nice and long and because that's what we used to do. Um, I missed that apart actually. My first circle that I taught in London, which is going back in the dark ages, was called logical progression. And um, it was actually aimed, and I hope that some of the, 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 the converts or the reverts are listening now. We're talking about Deen and Halima and Rahima and all these people and, and Iman and all, all, all these kind of sisters and brothers that came to the Deen because I said to myself, you know what, when I started practicing, I want to do a circle for non-Muslims and very basic Muslims, which takes them from the very, very basics of life, the question of who, why, you know, all that kind of theoretical bakwasiani, yeah? So I thought, all right, let's do a class where we take these people and we hopefully bring them to the dean and then somewhere further. And it was subhan- so successful. People weren't doing that kind of flex. We had logical progression. We had nice posters. It looked like the drum and bass cover. Lots of people came. People became Muslim. And then we just kind of moved on. And then we came to Manchester and it became boring, started to rain and it became cold. So then that was that. So I just wanted to go back to feel a little bit of that flavor, inshallah. So those are the reasons why we have this class. Now, the uh, next thing that I want to talk about is, is the subject. Fiqh. Now, fiqh is going to be dominant in this. There's no doubt about that, okay? There's no doubt. Because the text is a text in fiqh. And as I said, we're just using it for direction. We're using it for discipline. Because the one thing you'll learn, and it doesn't work out very nice here, but the one thing you will pick up is that um, I am very undisciplined. Okay? And I tend to, like, my attention span is like a, a, a monkey would be very, very ashamed of my attention span. And which animal has a poor attention span? Who? A dolphin. A goldfish. A goldfish would be embarrassed of me. Yep. So was a monkey was a wrong analogy then, yeah? Do, uh, uh, monkeys have good attention spans. They do, yeah? Okay, Yahya tells me that they do have good attention spans. Goldfish has a poor one. I'm like Yanni, as I said, I'm all over the show. And so the good thing with having a guide text is that wherever we get distracted, and most of the time we hope the distractions will be something Yanni on Deen, Yanni beneficial, but still we need some kind of direction. That's why the text is there. And a text is a fiqh text. And what is fiqh? Oh, so many people, they give themselves a headache talking about fiqh. Fiqh is this, fiqh means that. Fiqh is the, the science of deriving Islamic law from the sources, which I think is probably the best technical uh, definition. The word fiqh is translated as jurisprudence, right? Which is a little bit more specific than the word law. 
and it's a lot more specific than the word Sharia, which is the entire system. And if you look at the word Sharia, Sharia is the entire religion, right? All the adab of it, the aqidah of it, the Islam, or the the, the 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 sources, the Quran, the Sunnah, and everything that we do according as a Mus- accordingly as a Muslim. This is Sharia, and fiqh you could say is the I guess the the, the science of the deriving of of positions of law of law points from the sources of the religion. But the word fiqh itself means to deeply understand something. And that's why uh, the Prophet Sallallahu when he made, uh, when he, when he uh, appraised the people of fiqh, he goes, whoever Allah Subh'anaHu Wa Ta-A'la wants good for in his or her religion, يُفَقِّهُ فِي الدِّينَ He gives him fiqh in the religion, which means a deep, stable, quality understanding, an ability to, to derive, an ability to move out of the mundane, an ability to look at a text, which says one thing and take out something else from it. An ability to look at a legal source and derive many, many legal points and laws for the use of the people. Now, what you guys need to know, and this is absolutely essential, that therefore, as you can see, it's a human process. It's a human process, my brothers and sisters. And therefore, any human process is what? Prone to error. And so therefore, we have to de- we have to demystify, we have to de- uh, D whatever, I don't know the, the right word, but we've got to make sure that fiqh is not taken as serious as people make it. Yeah? I mean, uh, the last... Things are more chilled out now. Things are a lot more chilled out. I mean, back in the day, before I was a mission man, Hanafis, Shafi'is, you the Sufis, you uh, Salafis, you La Madhabis, you blah, 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 blah. So much bakwas people coming out against you know, the, you don't follow the Imam, and you do Rafi Din, and you Vabi, and you this and that. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm so bakwas, going on day and night, people hitting each other over the head with titles and phrases, and you don't follow a scholar, and you don't follow Madhab. And, you know, what, what used to like, what used to upset me more than anything else, is I'm thinking, they're not even talking about aqidah. At least let's fight over aqidah. You know what I'm saying? Let's like have a good yani, ruckus over you know, how we believe in the Prophet or something. That's serious stuff, yani, you know? You're saying the Prophet lives forever and he's alive and pull out a chair and stuff. Let him sit down. He's in his room. And that's his bakwas, isn't it? I'm, I'm willing to slap that person down. Yeah? I'm willing to get into a, you know, a little bit of a ruckus in the masjid and say to him, listen, the Prophet has passed away and that's it. And I, you know, I can fight over that. I'm happy to fight over that. I'm not fighting over my hands and where my hands are going and yani rafi'adain and all this nonsense that people talk about. And, and the, root, the problem is, is the majority of people, that's all they do. And so what we need to do is to reassess and revive and re-insert uh, cool word here, right? Uh, fiqh. We need to kind of redefine it. And I'll tell you what definition that I use. I, I use definition that I heard 15 years ago from the first lesson that I studied with my own sheikh. And he put it on a plate. He said to me, Ya Namatullah, fiqh is not aqidah. That's it. And that's the science of defining something by what it isn't. Okay? There's a science out there, isn't it? You know, sometimes you spend a lot of effort trying to define a, a word or trying to give a definition that this it's this is this is this sometimes it's a lot easier just to define a word or a concept by saying what it isn't and then when you say that then it all becomes clear so when i say to you it's not aqidah then that basically means chill out man that's what it's saying it says chill out it's not aqidah okay don't get so strung up this is an area where people can differ and creed you can't fluff about with 
Aqidah, creed, you can't mess about with. It's set. You can't go around at all. In my opinion, we should believe in Allah like this. And on this day, it could change like this. And X and Y and whatever. You can't fluff about an Aqidah. Alright? It's simple. It's straightforward. Yeah, there are usul and furura. Yes, there are primary issues in Aqidah which are immutable. Equivocal. Uh, um, uh, equ- what? Equivocal? Unequivocal. God, I nearly messed it up, didn't I? Unequivocal, right? No fluffing about, can't move at all. And then there are furu'i issues, which we'll talk about sometime, like the branch issues, which are like not key aspects of aqidah, like the, commonly the most famous, uh, can people hear when they pass away? Uh, uh, did the Prophet ﷺ see Allah when he did the Isra wal Mi'raj? These are issues which are not asas al aqidah, not yani the principles, the cornerstones. It's not even like aqidah almost, but it is, but it's not like fundamental. You can't differ over the fundamentals. But as for fiqh and about Prophet ﷺ was praying like this and then a companion comes and sees him on one day praying like this and never sees him again, never sees him again and then says, Wallah, I know the Prophet ﷺ and I saw him pray and this is what he did in his prayer. And then we have Aisha radiallahu anha who is narrating about him day and night in his nighttime, in, 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 in his home and seeing things that other people can't see and she makes a statement it's going to be different. There's going to be differences because some people are not going to be at work. Some people are going to be busy. Yani Sayyidina Umar, he makes statements in Bukhari. When you study Bukhari, what do you see? He says, yeah, you know what? I wanted to study with the Prophet ﷺ, but I'm living far away. So I'm setting up a system where I do one day and one day off, one day in, one day off. I send my neighbor in. He goes into the Masjid al-Nabawi or in that area and learns from the Prophet ﷺ. He comes back, downloads data to me. I, I accept it, check, done. I go the next day, I do the learning, come back, download it to him, and we have this partnership. The reality is, is that there's a lot of second-hand information going on between the companions. There's a lot of various uh, 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 scenarios where some are making hijrah, some are coming out, some are seeing restricted items. So even the sources themselves, forget about the differing skills of the scholars, even the sources, the ahadith themselves that are being narrated, they require context. They require a picture yani, of the entire scene, right? They need to, we need to know who's moving around. We need to know, know why is it that Abdullah ibn Mas'ud, uh, an, and Ali ibn Abi Talib, and Ubay ibn Ka'ab, why are they all having similar opinions and then going that way towards Iraq and so on? And Iraq is becoming strong in one uh, uh, idea and opinion. And why Abdullah ibn Umar is in Medina and therefore he has different opinions? And then why Abdullah ibn Abbas has gone towards Mecca and Hijaz and they have different opinions? We need to understand yani, there's context to all of these sources and they differ according to these contexts. That's yani, removing the fact, removing the fact that you might see a generic hadith. You might see a generic hadith, a simple statement, and scholars are looking into that and reading three different things. Like one scholar was, looks, looks at that and he, yani the Prophet sallam, uh, drank water while standing up. Yet, we have other hadith which sees the Prophet sallam, drinking water always sitting down. So, is the answer that you're allowed to drink water standing up once in your life? Is the answer that the drinking standing up has now abrogated all previous ahadith, meaning the sitting down is never to be practiced again, and the standing up is the last action, his final action. Is it the other way around? The standing up was abrogated, and sitting down is the only acceptable action. Is it to show permissibility? Now, a person, if he says, I think is this, another one says, I think is this, and they support their argument, how are you going to criticize that? And that's the reason we say this is human... Uh, 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 human effort 
and it can be differed over. That's why, brothers and sisters, who've been asking about what text are we going to study, and I'm Hanafi, and I'm Shafi'i, and I don't want to study this, I'm going to study that. Brothers and sisters, you know what? You don't take fiqh far more seriously than I do, believe me, right? Far more seriously. I've gone and studied now for my adult practicing life, every madhab with their scholars. I studied the Hanafi madhab with the Ahnaf. I studied the Maliki madhab. The least of the four madhab I studied was the Maliki madhab with the Malikiyah. And we have, one, we have one or two of the most qualified Malikiyah in uh, the, the north of this country. Not the south, but in the north of this country. We have them in Manchester. Ibn Abdul Bar al-Maliki and Sheikh Anis who teaches uh, on a Tuesday. They know the, 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 the aqwal. They know the books. They know the madhab. They are... Tunisian, they are Libyan, they know their madhab and are protecting it and respectful of it. So, uh, the, the uh, Shafi'i madhab I studied, the, the Hanbali, which is the one I studied most and the one that I kind of generally gravitate to most, is the one that um, I'm more comfortable with and is going to pr- uh, uh, prove to be the uh, base principle of this text. But I'm not uh, lost on, uh, I'm not, yani. Uh, gonna go sick on it has to be a humbly text and humbly fiqh and that's it no no we're using that as the guide he will make a statement he will make a claim the scholar al-hajawi who we're gonna we're gonna look at he will make a claim we're gonna look at his claim and we're gonna assess it we're gonna study like students of knowledge we're gonna see does it stand up what do the other scholars say is there any basis for what he's saying in our opinion and we're going to use as our guide text for the explanation of the text, a book called Al-Sharh Al-Mumti' Ala Zad Al-Mustaqni' which is a commentary, a modern day commentary, to this text that we're going to be looking at. Okay? And he will do that. He will want to go into every single word. I mean, those who did register and have got the text that you have, you will see the amount of space I've left for something quite mundane. So if you remember, it said, Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. And then I said, in the name of Allah, the most merciful, special merciful. And I left the whole blank page. You might be looking at it and thinking, right, what happens here then? Well, the, the reality is, is that once I get started, okay, if we get started, are we going to get started today? Nah. Right. So if we get started, yeah, that whole page is full. I'm telling you right now. And yes, I've, I've written it like that. But I'm expecting you guys to be on notebooks and be making pages and references back. And that's how I would do it. I would write on a notebook. I'm not kind of, you know, I'm not down for typing notes on a, on a computer and stuff. And um, um, that, you need to hang around afterwards. As I said, we need to work out benches and things. But that's what I'm trying to say. We will be looking at the issues without any prejudice. Without any prejudice. I don't care who's Hanafi or Hanbali or Shafi or Salafi. I don't care. We're going to go through all of the evidences and we're going to say to everyone, if you're Hanafi, there's you go. There's your opinion. You can be comfortable with your Hanafi opinion. And this is the humble opinion. And you go with the humble opinion. And this is what I think. And this is why the reason I think it is. And if you want to take that, good luck to you. And if you don't, then take the other opinions that I've offered to you. Because I'm not, I don't have any prejudice or any reason to support any school over any other. I just want people to be able to be exposed to the science, exposed to the religion, and start to feel at ease. People are, you can feel that people are stressed out with this religion, man. I don't understand that. Man, this deen is buzzing. We just got the Anish Sheikh to recite for us. I said to him, he goes, he goes, oh, what do you want me to recite? I go, yeah, chill, let's, let's bust some yani ayat. He goes, all right then. Uh, he goes, what about Furqan? I said, that's it, man, smacked it one. That's it, that's it. Furqan, smack it up. He goes, okay then. I go, but nice if you smack a bit of duri, yani, you know? Kira'a duri. He goes, duri. He goes, there's only three changes between the duri and wah, wah. Yani, that's the only difference between that and uh, ish. Uh, 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 what's the other difference? 
difference is حَبْلَنَا مِنْ أَزْوَاجِنَا وَذُرِّيَّاتِنَا فِي حَفْصَةِ ذُرِّيَّاتِنَا Oh, is he there? Hi, Dan. So that's the other one I noticed يعني, from the change. He said only three, three or four changes, that's it. I go, yeah, that's it. Do it. Relax, chill, man. Show the people that we chilled, we enjoy our religion, we enjoy our qara'ah. You should enjoy some difference as well. Fiqh we want to enjoy. We don't want all this seriousness. All I can see is stress in this class, man. I'm just, you already make me feel stressed. I think that we need to make people, I don't know, we need to space people out. We need to give people a warning that don't sit on your knees from the beginning. Yani, cross your legs. All these people making these awkward movements. Yani, change, change, change. So those are some of the points. Now, what I want to do, what I want to do, considering that, how long have we been going for? One hour. Not that you've been counting or anything, have you? What are you trying to say, son? So we've been, we've been, we've been going an hour. How long are we meant to be uh, doing a class for? Hour to an hour and a half. Okay, I personally think, I personally think that I want to uh, use this opportunity, use this opportunity tonight. All right, to just close off every single possible doubt, question, and so on that you may have about the the journey. And I keep saying it's a journey, is because it really is a journey. I have no intention, by the way, of giving this class up. And I've rearranged all of my travel. I've rearranged all of my schedule. And I've made a commitment, meaning like major things, meaning that I, I delayed this class until I did a one and a half year, two year house renovation. And I made sure that we did what we wanted to do abroad because we just came back from Egypt now after like three years or something like that. And I wanted to get that out of the way because I said, when I come back, I'm not moving anywhere. Yeah, of course, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows best. And I'm going to settle down and there's no more excuse now that I'm going here or doing this. So I'm committed to this. I am seriously committed. Every week this class will go ahead, whatever happens. And so I, you know, so from my side, that's me done. From your side, like I said, and please don't be insulted. I, I, you know, I, I know some people might get rubbed up the wrong way, right? But I mean, you know, what can I, what can I do? But I, I know that there are people here that are just kind of buzzed up and that's great. But we're here for serious students, not advanced students. People are talking about who gets rejected and who not and flan flan, what are the conditions, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, and only Brits, only Brits, yeah, and they get accepted to an opportunity, right, to study. And all they focus on is that on what basis they're going to get rejected. And what were you kicking people out for? And, you know, all the negative stuff. If we were Americans, yeah, we'd be going, putting out the, the what's those, pom-poms? We doing the pom poms. We got in, and everyone got in. Let's get happy and let's have a party and let's celebrate. And the Brits, oh, I got in. What were you rejecting people for? <laughs> what conditions are you rejecting people for? Why am I not included? No, 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 no. Even me, he's included, and she is included. Why were you not including people? Oh, so I'm saying, I'm saying, look, let's just make some space, yes, and let's let everyone know that this is not a class which is finishing anytime soon. This is not going to be as funny and preachy as it is today, right? And I want you to know that there are students out there that are, are thinking about access and about recordings. And there are a lot of international students as well that are, are wondering how is this going to work long time. Let me explain something to you. In about six months time, I will be speaking personally to virtually all of these international students. Because they will come down to a number and the people here, they will be meeting me whenever they wish, whenever, whenever they want at their access. They will have not just recordings 
of the class if they miss a lesson. Not only will I allow these people to, to, to miss lessons, I will give them personal recordings for their own personal permanent use on a device that they want. Whether it's an Android or whether it's an iPhone or whether it's this, I will give them the highest quality audio, which is better than CD quality. I'll give them HD quality video if they want to revise it. Because there is no teacher who doesn't go to the absolute moon and back for their student. That is something that I learned throughout my life. And I know, and you ask the people around me, you ask PG if they've ever been refused anything from me or whether they've ever not been given whatever they want or of any sort. And that's, that's a guarantee. Don't you dare try and say some bakwas over there. No, what about this? What about that? Yeah? You're just causing fitness with him, man. Just turn the other way. Right? So I, I'm, saying, I'm saying that I'm, I'm down for that. Right? And so the people who are thinking, how's this going to work long, time, long term? Don't you worry. If I know you're committed, I will not let you down. And you want access to me to check your notes. You want access to ask questions. You will get that. But the only people who are going to get that are people that I know are committed to this class. I'm not interested in the razzmatazz. You want razzmatazz? Come see me on a weekend. I'm buzzing on a razzmatazz weekend style. You'll be amazed. I'm running around, jumping around, being super cool. But here, I'm like Wednesday. We're tired. Let's just tone it down. Let's chill out. Let's discuss and let's do some fiqh. And that's whatever. So I want you to understand that. That's very, very important to me. That those who want to keep going, keep going. And I want to also make a point to the international students. Masakin is sitting there at 4 o'clock. Yeah, they're dying now. right? They're, they're dying right now. Okay? They're just thinking, and what is happening here? We just want to go to sleep. So I'm saying to you guys, especially online, especially online, stick to the recorded lesson. Do not try and watch this live unless you're like in the other side, the Americas and Canada's and whatever, and you're at home and you're not working, then fine, you can do this at three o'clock at your time. That's okay. But don't yani, uh, get yourself into a position where you're waiting at one o'clock in the morning because you're in Pakistan or it's four o'clock in the morning because you're in Malaysia. And we have hundreds and hundreds of these students. So I want to say that, leave it to the recordings, and we'll make sure that the recordings get higher in quality, whatever. But I do want to start a call. I do want to make sure that we make up some space. So if this is not what you were expecting, then alhamdulillah, just you would be as kind enough that if you have registered online, to send an email into the admin email and say that you're deregistering. That would be very, very much appreciated. It will help us all in the... In the immediate, uh, uh, in the immediate sense, and in in, in the interim, um, how tired are people? You see, the good thing in in a, a seminar class is that what would happen about half an hour ago is that we would all jump up and we would all pretend to be like plants. <laughs> we would all just like do this stuff, and we'd massage each other and stuff. Yeah. Now you see, we are trying to pretend that this is a classical circle of knowledge, yeah, right. So we can't do things like that. Because people then will say, oh man, you can't believe it. I went to a classical class. You know, the guy who was teaching it, he was going around massaging people. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. i never seen so much stuff, yani, haram stuff in my life. And they're going to they're gonna boycott us. And they're going to fill the forums of us and whatever. So uh, uh, that would wake you up. Unfortunately, we can't do that in a masjid and so on and so forth. But yani, khair. Uh, I guess what I will do is this. I will share something with you, which I found really nice. Because, because, because. It's first night. Everyone happy to go home, yeah? Yeah? yeah. Is someone wanting something more? What do you mean, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> Cheeky pack, man, you hear that? Right, so, so um, uh, I will share with you something funny. Okay, that's, that, that's the easiest way. Because we'll close it because it has been a uh, thingy. We'll do some Q&A if people want. And like I said, I do request people to hang around. 
um, and then we will open up the text official uh, next week. Do you want me to just tell you a little bit about the text? Should I tell you a little bit about the text? Yes. You know what? Why don't we do that? Okay. Let's. Uh, who's got the text in front of them? Okay. Who hasn't got the text in front of them? Oh. Okay. Who cannot see the text? Like from from, from someone near them. Someone near them. You can, I mean, if you can, if you get, get hold of the text. Actually, you know something? I don't even have the text. Uh, no, the the uh, the uh, thingy one. Yeah, no, sir. I need something to look at, man. The uh, translation thing. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Pass me that. Zakmalakhir. Okay, so, right, so I just want to show you, not show you, I want to, anyway, um, so, okay, let's just have a look at this text to hear what I've, I've mentioned now, now the, the text in Arabic, we'll come to in a second, but just this introduction, this, uh, 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 we've utilized a Translation, right? It's a very rough translation. It's a draft translation by a brother called Musa Ferber, who has translated this obviously sometime in the past, and he hasn't released it officially. And um, we want to respect that as well. We don't want to spread it around. I know that students have it, but the reason the students have it is so that, and uh, he, he himself has confirmed this to me as well, himself personally, that he would appreciate. Uh, that we show that kind of respect, that we go through it, and if there are some kind of changes, or you know, uh, we feel that some improvements can be made, if they can, I don't think they can. I think it's very good in certain places. Maybe the other, just like spelling mistakes, which I just saw, but nothing other than that. And when we go along and we can see things that are better, then we're going to collect them, collate them. Again, our note, our note guys are going get, to get busy with that, and then we're going to put it together, and then he can be, he'll, he'll be able to review that and make it part of his own published translation and also we'll use our translation for our own work as well so he's done that and i haven't uh, as, as i've said in the the uh, the writing here i haven't uh, changed any of the translation whatsoever even the mistakes uh, in principle because we can do that whilst we're going along but what i did do is i changed the transliteration now i've gone on about transliteration until people be yani, sick in the head i'm obsessed with transliteration Transliteration. If you don't even know what that word means, you're, some of you are probably thinking, "What's trans- heard a translation? Never heard no transliteration." So transliteration. If you look at that a second sentence, Zad al Okay, there's a lot of things going on there. You thought that there's no transliteration, huh? Well, I tell you what, there's plenty of stuff going on there. Right. Number one, that a which has the accent over it, and that line which goes over the a, that's called an accent. That's what gives you the med of Zad. Okay, so it's Zad. So if you're going to write it like the good old Salafi days, yeah? Then you'd go Z-double-A in it, yeah? Z-double-A-D. Zad, right? But because we're all stylish and Sufi now, right? Because how we, that's how we roll, yeah? So now, like Sufi, like as if they made transliteration, get over, right? So, so, so Zad, all right? The A gets the line over it and it becomes uh, exactly the same as Z-double-A-D. Now, some people don't even bother with the double A's and that's why I gave the example. Zad becomes Zad. Now, you read that in English, if you didn't know Arabic, you'd read that as Zad. But even the author is actually intending Zad 
but he hasn't even put double A in to help you. He's just put left it as that. So that's like neither here nor there, right? It's neither in the double A camp and it's neither in the accent camp. It's in the Zad camp. And Zad, yani, could be Zad sounds like yani uh, Morkan Mindy character or something, yeah. So I I put the the uh, the, the the accent over it, so it's become Zad. And Al Mustaqni'. If you look very closely, there's a nice inverted apostrophe. Yeah, it's the, the wrong way, isn't it? If you look closely, and that inverted apostrophe denotes an Ain. and so that's why we have Zad and Mustaqni'. Alright, so I'm just saying that, and this is a huge science, you have to go online and learn yourself because I ain't got time to do that again. And if I did do it again, I might get slapped, yeah, because so many people have heard that from me, they're going to get mega depressed that I'm doing it again. So go online and just learn a little bit about that. Just put in Arabic transliteration and you'll see tables will come up and you'll understand what an I over the, uh, a line over I and a line over U and an inverted apostrophe and a dot under a S and a dot under a T. What do these mean and what do these represent? So this is uh, the translation which he uh, used. As I've said there, I'm going to split the translation up and put it into the Arabic. Now he didn't do that with the Arabic. And what I'm doing is that taking the Arabic and putting one line, then putting one line of translation and leaving the page empty. And I'm going to do that for each like uh, uh, section. So this is the introduction, this uh, first part. Will make, take us maybe a couple of lessons, and then we'll enter into purification and the first part of purification. So then I'll release another few pages in the same way. Translate with Arabic there, and then and then the translation. Uh, trans- translation. We'll read through the Arabic for the barakah of it, and this was something which used to be done by our ulama. Our ulama would recite the text, and I will do a recital of the text next week, and that will get us into the mode. And because the top students will attempt to memorize this, okay, and it's not too difficult. And the top students will attempt to memorize this. And uh, as I said, it's the system. The memorization is there for reference. The explanation is what goes down on paper. And that big page is going to be mostly filled up with information I'm going to give you from my own sources and from Sharh al-Mumti'at, the detailed one. Now, for the people who have registered, you would have seen that Sharh al-Mumti'at was the second link. And that's all in Arabic. And of course, people are going to think, right, I can't do anything with that. Well, those who can speak Arabic, great. And those who are learning Arabic, at least they will know when I'm speaking and quoting a hadith, they'll at least be able to follow it. But those who are learning, again, for the higher level. As for those who don't understand any Arabic whatsoever, you do not need to understand Arabic for this class. I made it very, very clear that no student is excluded from this class due to ability. None whatsoever. And none has ever, that's never happened to anyone in history either, by the way. Right? People who get excluded are those who are not interested, who don't show commitment. So you show the commitment, the lesson will be brought down to your level. And your level will be the blessed level. Because there will be another 20 people who haven't got the guts to say or feel what you're saying. And you'll benefit them by saying, right, I just don't understand that point. Or where's the Arabic word you're talking about? Sorry, which Arabic word? Which line are you on? You ask, I tell you. Simple as that. We're going to make sure that you benefit from this properly. So that's, um, that's the first explanation of the first page. Now, um, I want to just quickly talk about uh, the, the rest of it that um, actually no I think I won't I think I won't no, and I'm thinking logically now it doesn't make sense to open up this introduction and then not follow on with the actual beginning of the text so no I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to end with something I really wanted to sh- tell you and that is that is as I said to you this is a really really long journey alright need a lot of patience but even the longest of journeys even the longest of journeys they can be made easier and a quicker and, and yani, feel not so bad with blessed company. And so, uh, you know, I hope that yani, uh, 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 we'll keep that blessing here. And it reminds me of a joke. It reminds me of an Afghani joke. 
one of my own yani, uh, uh, Pukhtana jokes. So, there's two Afghans. Mm. And they're on a journey, long journey. Mm. Mission journey, yani. And so they're, they're kind of like, right, uh, one goes to the other one, this is going to take us so long. And if we carry on just walking like this and not, yani, you know, uh, interacting, then this is going to become so painful. He goes, I've got an idea. He goes, what's your idea? So he goes, all right, well, my idea is that what we do is that we'll take turns in carrying each other, okay? And obviously, if you carry me and I carry you, less kind of stress, less walking, and the journey goes you know, quicker for each individual. So he goes, okay, then, well, a good idea. Then he goes, hold on, then, hold on. How are we going to uh, uh, divide the uh, walking uh, parts? So he goes, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll divide it by uh, uh, thingy, by singing. I will sing a song, right? And uh, you, you, so, so I'll carry you and you sing a song. And once you finish your song, yani, then, you know, then I'll take over. So the guy goes, okay, khalas, good idea, to be honest. So the other guy, then he jumps onto the, my man's back. And so he's taking him along, taking him along, long journey going on. So the guy goes, It's nice, yani, nice uh, Patan kind of like Nasheed thing. We don't do that music too much, yani. So go to go to Peshawar, bring me back a nice black shirt. It's like a love song kind of thing. Anyway, so he says it, dum, 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 and then he finishes after like four or five minutes, and the guy goes to him, so Khalas, are you done, Yani? Or is, is that it? He goes, yeah, that's me, done, yeah, that's it. So he goes, take it, then all right. So he goes, okay, my turn then. So then he jumps onto him. <coughs> so he goes, come, let's go. So he's going. He goes, ah, ah, ah. Ah, 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 What's going on? We're nearly there. You've killed me. I've been walking for hours. Yeah, and you're still going. Uh, uh. He goes, when's this going to stop? And the brother goes to him, I haven't even started yet. Oh yeah, I haven't even started yet. So my brother and sisters, yeah. Wallahi, you know, an Afghan, an Afghan told me that in Hajj. Honest to God, Wallahi, and he, and he nearly broke my ihram, yeah, you know. Because... Because, you know, there's one thing saying in English, but saying it in Pashto, yeah? Oh, there's a maza there, man. There's a maza. There's a maza there. But anyway, so alhamdulillah, uh, this is a long journey. And I hope that somewhere along the line, we can have a little bit of fun and a little bit of interaction to make it easier. But don't, yani, misunderstand. Oh my God, I needed the Bushism there. Don't misunderestimate. Oh my God, I nearly did it. I stopped the misunder. Don't underestimate this journey, right? It is... It is going to be long, and like I said, um, it's not going to be so much yani, excitement, whatever. We're going to get boring next week. I'm actually, I can't believe I'm telling you that we're going to be boring next week. But that's how it's going to be. So, uh, listen, folks, Jazakumullah khair. Again, uh, message to the sisters. Um, if you can, you know, I don't want sisters traveling a long way, especially by themselves. Brothers and sisters, please carpool. Please come together in cars, because it becomes a bit of a mission outside. Um, the online system has been there. We're very, very conscious of people and women and so on. So that's there to help you. Um, and I think that's it. If you could hang around. Uh, have I forgotten anything, lads? Any points? Any questions? 
Okay, so any, anyone has any questions that we can deal with? Anything online? I don't think anyone's asked. Oh, online guys, like I said, especially my, my, my Malaysian friends and the packs, yani, stick to the next day, don't ruin your lives. Okay, get into a system now. If you're sitting there now, 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock watching this, yeah, this is not sustainable. It's not sustainable long time. What's sustainable is you being disciplined at 8 o'clock after you've prayed Isha at home on a Thursday, wherever you are in the world, and watching the video. That's sustainable. But if you're at home now and it's 4 o'clock in Malaysia and 1 o'clock in India, and that's not going to happen. So just change that now, please. Yeah, let's get that fixed up and get comfortable on that. Are there no questions here? If there are no questions, then that's great. So then, as I said, if you could just hang around just for a few minutes, the brothers. Okay. Uh, the... Say that again. Okay. Okay. Khalas, we're closing. Jazakumullah khairan. Please leave your feedback. Okay. Uh, just one other thing. For people online and so on, there's a few key places that we want you to hook up on. The Prophetic Guidance page. Exactly, exactly that. Facebook.com. Prophetic Guidance page. You have Twitter slash Prophetic Guide. These are places where all of the announcements will happen and so on. On my own page, we're going to open this up for feedback and comments and uh, uh, ideas and opinions. And that's Abu Isa something. I don't know, what is it? Abu Isa? I'll be Abu Isa official. So that's going to be uh, on that one. And you can leave your feedback now. Now though, please brothers, as I said, just hang around a little bit. Uh, for the sisters, they can leave first if they can go. Jazakumullah khair everyone. Wassalamu alaikum wa rahmatullah subhanakallahu wa bihamdik. Shadu wa la ilaha ilaha. Wa astaghfirullah wa atubu ilayk.